This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann Sear and Jason Hoover Welcome, are in the Jason. house. Hey, I found my way back. You did. <laughs> no, it's been a while, man. <laughs> I love. We've, we we've got missed us you. all in the house today. We've this is missed great. you. How many? You know, I remember when we used to be in the uh, uh, the um, Super Talk ninety nine seven, <laughs> and you you were one of our first guests to come in and take the chance of sitting down with. Miss Carrie Ann and myself. Oh, I remember I'm sure that, that was yeah. kind of a risky proposition there initially. To think back, that was that was a, a doozy of a time. Yeah, huh? I'm surprised they could hear any of the voice going on because of all the shaking, you know? <laughs> really. <laughs> but just to think how long it's been and how exciting um, and what a difference we've made with the show. So it's ex- um, yeah, What what, what uh, episode is this, um, Mr. McCarthy? Is that like number 187? He's getting that one. He's getting that. Hold on! <laughs> <laughs> Are we up. pausing? I don't think no, we're pausing. We're not pausing. All right, no, we're, we're keep pausing. going. We're going to keep so going. So as he's looking that up, Monty, dear real estate industry. Yes, you know those who have, uh, you know Jason and I are always encouraging people to subscribe to this online magazine called Inman News. It's the it's good. It's, it it's one of the best. Yeah. Have, have you, I you do were, it. Yeah. Okay. You told okay. me to sign up. I sign okay, up. Well, I listen to yeah. you, Monty. Thank you for being coachable. <laughs> thank you very much. But in um, in light of the reality that a lot of folks haven't, we we've always wanted. Sometimes it's a good idea to pick things out to discuss yeah. that are on this. And this is really an interesting one because Brad Inman, who I'm assuming Inman News is somewhere connected. From, <laughs> yeah, uh, child he, of, son of, he, brother. He owner. Write, They he and seventy other industry leaders got together in Palm Springs, California, just a few weeks ago. Okay. And um, their intention was to uh, their intention was to collectively try to analyze and figure out where are we heading in this industry, you know. And I don't know that anybody knows, but we're gonna we're gonna cover some of those things. But I just I think, think I think, think they this had is a fortune teller yeah, there as well. I'm not so. sure. Uh, and honestly, I think that might be helpful. I'm not sure where <laughs> this things are going. This is about as good as you but, can get. But, but the reason why we want to talk about this, guys, for those of you that are regular listeners um, and watchers, is that you know it's so easy. It's so easy not to talk about the big fat elephant in the corner of the room, right? And just pretend like, well, you know, that'll go away. I rem- I remember when um, a uh, one of the one of the um, better known tech companies came to town and. One of the uh, older company's uh, leaders said, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a fad. It'll go away. And then, you know, 18% of the market later or whatever it was that they got, you know, they achieved before they decided to slow down a little bit. You know, it, it, they proved that, well, maybe this is not going to go away. Maybe life is changing. Maybe we all need to pay attention to these kind of things because mm-hmm. from this old guy's perspective, our world is like, kind of like an escalator heading this way. And if we're not marching up, guess where we're going? We're heading, you know, behind the times. And our goal here, of course, is to equip you, it is to empower you, to make sure you're staying on top of all the latest and greatest. And one of the ways to do that is every once in a while, we have to kind of like take inventory of the craziness out there and say, okay, it is what it is. 
let's not ignore it let's be ready to address it let's be ready to pivot a famous real st- uh, mortgage lady yes. uh, taught me that term uh, to pivot mm-hmm. um, and and uh, go with it because good things are happening regardless of the economy regardless of the interest rates regardless of all the craziness going on there's good things happening people still need housing we live in a uh, industry we're part of an industry that uh, will continue the need will con- not go away just because of the chaos maybe well happening. when we think about um, you know the blockbuster story right um, you know with with Netflix I mean do you know they could have bought Netflix and they didn't because yeah. they thought yeah. they could stand the time right you think of Jeffrey the giraffe with Toys R Us right, right? like right. and story. you see this picture of him holding his you know his suitcase that was a very sad it was so sad, sad. image but you know like thinking about that I know <laughs> but you think about that you know with, with Amazon right and yeah, I yeah. mean Thank goodness, as a parent in this day and age with Amazon, I don't know how y'all did it without. <laughs> like, I need I need a costume tomorrow. I need a toy for the oh, birthday party. Yeah. Um, by the end of business, I mean yeah. all the things, right? So times are are changing, right? We have to be moving with the times. We do pivot. Um, you would think though, our core real estate industry, the mortgage world that we're in, you know, would would stay consistent. But again, it's going to have maybe a different look and feel. So, um, Mr. Inman starts his letter off with, Dear real estate industry. Mm-hmm. I, you know, great minds here. Does your future feel muddled? No wonder. Bank failures, a war in Europe, sky-high inflation, rising interest rates, aggressive central bank intervention, and a wobbly global economy all play their part. And who knows what the next shoe to drop will be. That's just enough to make you want to stay home, you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously. But again, you know, I think it's really important as a independent contractor, as a business right. owner who's committed to their business, not just interested when things are comfortable, to be able to face these things and, you know, let's talk about it. Let's, you know, discuss the pros and cons of these things and try to be as prepared as what, what we can. And, you know, I know there's limits in that, but I love the fact that the leadership here got together and they spend a few days trying to determine out, you know, what are things, what are things going to look like? I mean, things, topics like life after market correction. What is that going to look like? I mean, can we expect by the end of this year things different, Jason? Or do you think, you know, we're how long do you think we're going to be in this current little kind of? And it, which is just kind of a, it's just kind of a funny little. It's not down. It's not up. It's more like normal, really, for those who've been around it for a while. Mm-hmm. But but what do you what do you see is going to happen here, Jason? Let me put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I need a disclaimer here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're all going to go to the asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's anybody's guess at this point. Um, you know, even I was reading a uh, another article article about you know looking at the past uh, four decades of data, and even that doesn't give us a clear picture. No. And so, really, with everything that's going on, and some of the things that uh, you, know, you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, that we may talk about later it's it, it really just determined or it's really determined upon you know the individuals that are making laws making rules mm-hmm. uh because you know one is the interest hikes and so they're they know they're causing it and but they're doing it for a reason to try to get inflation under sure. control mm-hmm. right. so and then you've got the other things that are in the lawsuits and so <laughs> You know, if, if I had to guess, I would say, yeah, this is just a correction time. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a, a crash time. Mm-hmm. And if you are, a, you know, if, if you are the um, uh, the committed agent, then this is the time to you know buckle down 
on your lead generation, on your marketing. Mm -hmm. This is your, your moment to take market share. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if it, you know, if it is just a, a correction period and then say 24 people are, feel a little bit easier about it, then, you know, you've captured that mind share Mm -hmm. and your business should be better. Also, you've got agents that are leaving the industry. And uh, I know we were talking earlier about the percentage. I I heard 37% from somewhere. I'm not sure if that was a local or I think that was national, but Mm -hmm. regardless, there's going to be more. Mm -hmm. There's more leaving. So that's less competition. Mm -hmm. And you can focus more on, on capturing that and becoming the authority in your area. Love that. Yeah, and, and I absolutely, absolutely, uh, you know, agree with that. If you're looking at a uh, fishing pond and there's all these massive poles in the water and you know there's fish in there, you saw it, you've seen them, and then one by one these poles start leaving, you're, you should build your confidence. Right. You know, it should encourage your heart because we know the need for housing is not leaving but, you know, it's funny that you, your response was perfect. Okay, just consider yourself one of se- the 70 industry leaders that got together, Jason, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's your attaboy. And, and there, this is, but this is where they came up is my point, okay? okay? 2023 will continue to be uncertain and volatile. <laughs> that's what after three days of getting, you know, heads together, uh, that's what they came up with. Uh, the industry should, uh, should brace itself for a sputtering housing market as interest rates stay high through the summer mm-hmm. any input on that i mean yeah. I, I think i mean yeah i think the interest rates we're using all the tools so whether the rate is high or not it's still lower than what my first right. first home was yeah. Yeah, right that's what i was mean, about to ask you it's like when you've been in the business for a while yeah what was the uh, highest one you've seen before yeah i mean mine was almost eight percent seven point eight seven five when i started the business my first home was six and a quarter you know right now people can get interest rates under six percent we can utilize the buy down and the arm programs to get even in the fours mm-hmm. right i mean so there mm-hmm. are options there i do think that so many of us within the industry over the last so many years you know three years or so mm-hmm. it's just been so exciting it's mm-hmm. been wake up and it's just been rocking and imagine, rolling can you imagine being born into that market that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but yeah. i think we, we have to remember spoiled. yes yeah. we have we to remember that we had to put dirt under our fingernails like we literally had more muscle back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we had mental strain over the last couple of years because we did so much work mm-hmm. for different reasons. But mm-hmm. now we're, we're digging the, the, the ditches a little bit deeper, right? We're, we're trying to drive a little further. I mean, also COVID made us mm-hmm. all work from home mm-hmm. and not to say it made us a little lazier, but I mean, we have to get back out yeah. and do all the things yeah, all like the we things. used to do. You know? well, here's one thing too that I think um, that I, I believe that this is going to bring back the value mm-hmm. of a of a real estate professional. Yes. Yeah, whereas and a lender, here, I think too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, whereas you know the last few years, it was you know, a lot of people are questioning, "What's why do I need you?" Right. Once again, Jason, you hit on a really key element, and that is, I think personally, from this old guy's perspective, that. And we're not talking about commission here, but I'm saying I think that the slowdown, the change rather, uh, does exemplify the value of the agent. And suddenly there's not this question about are we worth what we're charging? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, because I mean, when, when it, all it took was sticking a sign out there and it would sell, you know, we can still we can still argue all day long. They're going to get more money for it. But now that sign is sitting out there lonely and getting cobwebs on it uh, if they don't have a professional. So. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that value, value, the value, value. starts mm-hmm. becoming really, really uh, more obvious. So the second, the next topic here that they discussed was life after the industry's mega lawsuits. What does life look like after buyers' agents take a, a new role and will uh, will it spawn a new business model or brokerage? How will commissions change and how will agents be compensated? You know, we don't have enough time on one show to discuss this in mm-hmm. depth. But Jason, let me put it in your lap again. What do you <laughs> what do you think is going? What does it look like if, for instance, if yeah. things happen that has been have been discussed, and if you haven't been paying attention to the lawsuits guys you need to delve yeah. into this and again right. you can do that with inman or, or other news sources that are in real estate but there's a you know good chance there's an honest to goodness chance that what we see today in the way of buyer brokerage won't be the same six months a year two years from now right and you know so i've done a lot of reading on that um as i know you guys have the uh, so uh, before i give you my thoughts uh, just for our listeners um what they're looking at is um you know, having the uh, selling agent, the buyer side, uh, negotiate a uh, their commission from their own clients okay. and not get it from the listing agent. Sure. So, so let me just understand this. So you're saying that a, my buyer, who's got barely enough to, to pay their, their down, down payment, payment right. yeah. is now going to come up and they are asking for their closing costs to be covered. Now... I'm supposed to negotiate my fee as well. Is right. that what you're saying? Yeah, that's okay. that's pretty much what they're they're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. And you know, looking at some of these, um, uh, the way the uh, purchase and sale agreements are written in different places, I don't know, but they're not all the same, obviously, right? right? right. But I know here in Tennessee, the way ours is written is that the the seller is not directly paying the list the, the the buying agent correct the seller is paying the brokerage of the listing agent okay. correct and so you negotiate let's use you know for this example six percent all right you're negotiating a six percent fee for yourself you know and the broker mm-hmm. and so if and this is in the contract if uh, an agent uh, a selling agent brings a buyer then you are agreeing to participate in sharing part of your commission that you negotiated. And so from that standpoint... And that amount could be anything that you choose, it be, really. Right. Yeah, it can be anything, but here's the thing. that Because the whole lawsuit's based on that it's inflating the price of the house because right. the seller's paying the both sides. Right. No, they're literally paying one side. That's a great point. And when they're in the... You know, the listing agent is agreeing to pay the other realtor mm-hmm. so there that's where i get um yeah i, I just I, I don't agree with mm-hmm. it may and that's where it goes back to maybe there's language in other places mm-hmm. that are different mm-hmm. but i know here in tennessee that's the way it pans mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. is this going to be a national decision or is it we don't specific? know yet because mm-hmm. uh, it's actually gone back and forth mm-hmm. uh, they they did a ruling then they brought it back and so who knows how it's mm-hmm. going to pan out but at the end of the day um, you know, if if it turns out that buyers are you know get their commission from the uh, you know the buying side, that imposes the question: How's that money going to come? You know, where's that? How right. are they going to pay that? Right. I mean, you think of all of our first time home buyers that you know are are saving every dollar to be able to purchase their first home. I, they don't have the extra money just sitting there. Yeah, and if ca- they did, it was going to go towards furniture and more, you know, <laughs> yeah, upgrades or, you know, or different, yeah, those things. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the sad part about it is people are losing sight of, they think that the seller is paying it or that's how the interpretation is. 
when in reality the value of that home is going to drop at least that much and probably more if that buyer can't afford representation and yeah. we're going to find this whole thing like i shared on the huddle call recently about this caveat emptor deal you know back in the day when i got licensed i'll never forget one of the first listings i went on the guy took me to his closet and said see that big brown wet spot there he goes i've got some paint uh, that i'm going to spray over that and i thought man that doesn't feel right yeah. you know what's the buyer supposed to do about that and so i asked my broker he goes oh it's caveat emptor you know, that's a, let the buyer be aware and I kept looking up in that closet when every time I'd go over there, I thought, man, I can't act like I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But but that was how it was. Well, how is it not going to happen again right. if there's no representation for the buyer and mm-hmm. the buyer can't afford it? I mean, there's it, it's going to be a it could be a real tangled situation. Well, and this is where it goes back to um, you really need to focus on listings. You know, become an exactly. agent that is focused on getting listings to where that is the majority of your business. And, you know, essentially, it, you know, I, you know, nothing is, um, you know, absolute in real estate, mm-hmm. honestly, but you potentially are protecting more of your business by focusing on listings. Okay. So now I'm a buyer. Let's just talk through this. Okay. I'm a buyer. I don't have representation because mm-hmm. I can't afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we, this is where we are in mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I go to your listing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to buy your listing. Um, you then be facilit- you become a facilitator or if I don't have a real estate what happens then what do you think well you still have uh, duties uh, with the listing so with, with the sellers I'm sorry okay and yes I will facilitate your offer I can't give you any information you know I can't help you you know you don't ask me you know well, what do you think if we offer this you have to literally just give me the information sure. and you know if when we run into this I prefer them to email me that way I've got it recorded. In okay. Um, you know, and I'll say, hey, here's here's a list of the things that I need to put on the offer and I'll send it over for your signature. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I am representing the other party and there's another document that you send to that buyer mm-hmm. that lets them know that they are not being represented. Okay. But so it could still happen. Oh, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens, happens all, yeah. all the time. But where's the allegiance going to be, you know, when there's no longer buyer representation right that's yeah that's i mean it's gonna deal. it's gonna i mean until you get back in the wild wild west here as far as what the buyer's buying and their ability to feel i mean that was the whole argument that was the whole fight is you know hey as a buyer i want representation as well i, I know that everybody now see back in the day the attitude or the understanding was everybody's representing the seller mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay everybody's representing the seller because the seller's paying the commission but Jason, I think you bring up a really critical part, and that is the the seller is paying the listing agent, mm-hmm. and the listing agent is agreeing to share or not, um, you I know, see. with that other agent. Right. So it should be. I mean, I think that tennis. I don't know. I don't know how it is at national yeah. level as well, but you hit on a key element here that mm-hmm. I hope everybody hears, and that is, and and we've been talking about this as a company for a while. You've got to increase the amount of percentage of time in your business towards listings mm-hmm. versus working with buyers. Mm-hmm. That is the security. I mean, for eons, the term has been or the mantra has been list to last, mm-hmm. list to last. You know, and, and here now it's going to be more, I think, more prevalent than ever before is that, you know, regardless of buyer agency changes that might or might not take place, if you're listing property, you've got control of the market as much as anybody can have, and you're leveraging your business so that you can actually 
have this mm-hmm. thing called life. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's what I hear. Interesting. Yeah. After the, they yeah. do make the decision, when are they planning to make the decision? Is there? Oh, we don't know. It's kind of a month to month situation. Oh, I see. You know, okay. It, it could happen tomorrow. Or yeah. And there's some theories that say it's going to be really ugly if that happens. You know, that, that's why I want to talk about these things and not mm-hmm. in fear, but in preparation. That we've got to be thinking about changes are happening. Proactive Your time. Let's be proactive. The best defense is a better offense. The better offense is pivoting when necessary. Yeah. And, uh, and again, if you're the CEO of your own business, right, you're truly owning your own business within real mm-hmm. estate. You are already thinking two steps ahead. What's my plan? What's my game plan with, you know, from a lending standpoint, when the margin is compressed, I still need to keep a roof over my head, which yeah. means I have to, yeah. I had to pivot. I had to change, you know, the plan of attack. You have to keep going, right? Um, I love what you were saying earlier. It's just kind of lean into the hard or the difficult, you know, or the uncomfortable um, and continue to stay truly committed versus is just you know semi-interested mm-hmm. i don't think part-timers uh, i think no. that's going to be difficult yeah they're not going to uh, fare too well the next yeah, couple I, of years. I think that um that when it comes to part-time i think that they'll be okay if they're working a, another occupation that complements real estate sure if it takes them out of that you know ability to focus on that when people need their help you know forget it you might as well hang yeah. it up now yeah but um having point. something complementary whether you're ubering or whether you're working a network marketing deal or, or doing something, getting in front of additional people on a regular basis, I think that that's, we're going to see more of that. Yeah, um, That's so, hard with lenders too when they're part-time. I just think, you know, you're not in it all the time to be yeah. aware of, of how to navigate through all the all the changes and things. There's a, uh, there's a level of knowledge that comes yeah. by just by being in the Present. market and mm-hmm. being Daily. You know, full-time, this is what you do and this mm-hmm. is what you focus on uh, that, you know, it's just hard to match if you're trying to do it part-time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. And I'm all about full-time. I was anti, you know, dual career until the last few years. I've just seen a, I don't have the heart as a broker of almost 40 years to tell somebody, oh, you got to quit your job to do this full-time. In a perfect world, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, you pre- prepared yourself so that yeah. you got six months mm-hmm. of income and all these kind of things so you can really delve in because I know personally... I would he- you know, feel a little hesitant if I was selling my home and I knew that the person was at a job during the day right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would I would struggle with that. You yeah, know? and I think what you're saying too is clearly we want to stay afloat. We don't want to yeah. like mm-hmm. put all our you know eggs on black and hope you know it all works out. You do have to make sure that there's still enough income there to to navigate. I talked to a, one gentleman who did do the Uber thing for mm-hmm. a long time, mm-hmm. and he said that was the best because he saw all the nooks and crannies of all the the areas he didn't yeah, even know. Yeah. Half yeah. of all the things were, and it was really yeah. able to open up his his eyes to even more. So well, I know uh, good with all that. Alejandro uh, Mercado, he came to you know the country uh, unable to speak English, and and he Ubered for after waiting on tables for a while. He he Ubered and got to know the you know the the city really really well. But um, again, I think if you have to do something else, make sure you're doing it where you're meeting new people every single day and you're adding to your database of people who know, like, and trust you, and then you're continually giving to them and staying top of mind. Smart. Um, so, life after the prop tech meltdown, who will survive and who will thrive? Where are, these oppor- where are there opportunities in the aftermath? Has the digital transformation stalled as innovators struggle to say, stay alive? Hmm. Jason? Yeah. What well, says you? What say you? What say you? <laughs> what say you? You're, you're you're more of a you know tech guy than I am. You're our data man. Yeah, well, man. you know, and, and too, you know, and Monty's probably tired of me always sending the sending <laughs> screenshots of the, uh, the the stock prices and everything because it, uh, certain you, companies, yeah, you, you can you can see the future. Well, you can evaluate the business, you know, and how they're 
sure. running. Right. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of them have pulled out. Um, we've got a few that are sitting there, you know, hanging on by a, a, a fingernail. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the one, the big one that everybody knows is it's even trying to restructure their business right now mm-hmm. and figuring out they've even did are now doing a, a partnership with Zillow. And I'm talking about Open Door. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing a partnership with Zillow. And so how's that going to look? You know, I'm not sure. But um, they're also doing another thing where they're trying to um, keep the homes themselves and, you know, assist the sellers and buyers themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just going to see how it all pans out. But at the end of the day, you know, you know, we were saying this all along, the business model just doesn't work. Their business model did not work in the peak, the best selling market ever. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't work. They've mm-hmm. always lost money. Yes, they've, they've lost billions, two, know, what, how, over $2 billion. How, how do you lose a billion dollars in a quarter and still be open. How, right. how do you even do in, that? In the top selling. Doesn't uh, Amazon, market. did Amazon teach them that? Possibly. <laughs> yes, but here's the thing. You know, they still have investors. They right. still got some deep mm-hmm. pockets out there. So it's just going to see how it, you know, how Wall Street reacts to them sure. and to our current market. Because yeah, well, investors we, pull out too. Yeah, we saw mm-hmm. OfferPad and I liked OfferPad, you know, honestly for a choice of that arena of, of iBuyer. And we've seen their stock. What has that gone down to now? It's just, oh, it was oof. it was down around fifty cents or so yeah. here lately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I hate I hate that for anybody, especially yeah. you know. But okay, so the next question was that they worked with was life after messy COVID fallout. Mm-hmm. How have we changed? The good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, I think it's I think from my perspective that COVID all it did is force forward. Mm-hmm. you know, are evolving into our technology that we already had in place. I mean, who would have guessed, the guy, the founder of Zoom, who would have guessed that he had was sitting on an absolute gold mine, mm-hmm. you know? I bet he didn't. I mean, I don't know how long, how old that that uh, that, um, that program is or service or whatever you want to call it, um, that option to, to communicate. But boy, oh boy, did he ever, I mean, boy, did they make some money on that. They had oh, to. yeah, and I think <laughs> there's been a lot of good, a lot of sadness that came out of COVID, we'll start there. But there's also been some positive changes with all of us, you know, old fashioners that have had to force ourselves to learn more technology, to be able to talk to even more people through Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It allows us maybe not to have to drive as far. I do think the flip side of all that has made a little bit of us accept the excuse to not get out and do you know i find many people comfortable "Ah, i'm just going to stay i'm just going to work from home today and you know or or not do more like we i felt like back in the day we did more i don't know no no doubt about it i think it's made made a lot of people lazy i I mean i i haven't shared this with our (laughs) agents lazy they they don't they get halfway dressed you know know, the top (laughs) half the top half but I mean, like, no, they, I mean, I will just be honest, right? Like I would rather, they don't come to the staff meetings as much anymore. I know another girlfriend owns a brokerage. Nobody's showing up anymore. Right. Mm. Or you're going to do it on zoom, but are you really on zoom? Are you really present? Are you you really really not zoom? Nobody's showing their picture. Right. And, and, um, so it is, I don't know. It's, it's been a mixture of lots of emotion when it comes to that as well. Now, many people saved lots of money and, and because we didn't do anything for a couple of years, we didn't go on those vacations and and we spent a lot of money on food and alcohol, I guess, you know, during the, the people were able to, you know, have the essential business, the essential businesses, you know, (laughs) really made that happen. And Um, I think, you know, with the COVID that, and this is just a moment thought, it, it seemed to spur the, the movement, the sure. moving out of 
certain places. Yeah, life's too short. I got to go. Well, you know, that, but also too. the governments and how they right. handled COVID. Or was, there seems to be, that's when the everything politics started. politics piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, I see. The politics part. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God for that. I guess uh, Nashville, half, half the population. Uh, and we would have sold half the homes if it wasn't for California. Just awesome. a little while ago, just a, an hour ago in our office here, I think we, out of the f- six people were there, um, well, I'm, I'm sorry, seven, eight people that were there, six of those eight were from the West Coast. Mm. You know, some of yeah. our agents, some are about to be our agents. I mean, it's just pretty incredible when you see, think about how much Newsom has had influence in Nashville real estate. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was going to say, you know, it helped real estate also because you know with the whole zoom people getting comfortable with it yeah to do showing houses to, and stuff well, right showing yeah. houses uh, but also having um, you know consultations mm-hmm. via zoom yeah. and mm-hmm. you know your your presentation and all that so it's made people aware and comfortable using that technology right and that has been a positive for mm-hmm. sure i do think you if if used if you do, mm-hmm. you know, you can definitely talk to more more folks. Um, it's been interesting selling real estate. I think you guys sold more on a FaceTime and or, you know, mm-hmm. you did more of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, over the Internet and things oh, like yeah. that. Um, I've heard more stories where people moved here without even being present. You I know, know. I, I don't know if I could do that. Mm. I don't think it's a good idea. No, I really <laughs> I'm don't. so particular. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Of course, well, uh, you know, don't ask Monty because, you know, he was our realtor at one time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we now are welcoming back the inspections and the appraisals yeah. and the home yeah. warranties and all of the things that, yeah. you know, got tossed out yeah. there uh, but with the but, whole COVID But here's craziness. what we haven't done yet, carry on on that topic, is we haven't paid the price for not doing those things mm-hmm. for so long. For or that seeing year. it. I'm getting yeah. the text messages. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Damage or the damage and the or, this and the, or, or all the, the shoddy, things. And what do I do now? I said, call your real estate Or the, or the shoddy uh, workmanship because people were looking the other way. Inspections weren't being done. And builders were being, you know, even the specters looking at the new construction sometimes were missing stuff because they were too busy and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's... Um, Let's continue on real quick and, and uh, wrap this up. But okay. uh, this this uh, bottom half of this page here, let's let's take turns reading this. So I, I skipped down this um, first one after you answered the first time, Jason, about mm-hmm. 2023 will continue to be uncertain and volatile. The next one here is opportunity is harder to come by. Now, these are the results after these 70 the industry leaders got together, spent four days together uh, in Palm Springs, California. And so we're hitting these highlights real quickly. Opportunity is harder to come by, but less so for brokers and agents who help their customers navigate the changes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, guys, this is where your value is going to shine or not. Okay, it's up to you to be that guide, to be that authority, to be that person who helps your client think through this process. And always, 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 if at all possible, please, I encourage you, work from a place of contribution, Mm -hmm. not of survival. This is not about you making a commission. Yes, we need to do that. We have to pay our bills. This is about you bringing service and value and conviction to a consumer that is always gauging you based on how they feel about what you feel towards their best needs or your best needs. They, mm-hmm. you know, people sense that. So always, always be building your. Um, this authority. one I like here. Recovery is waiting in the wings for 2024 as pent up demand is released on the market. That's a good one. I yeah, I that. think a lot of that's driving that is uh, when they sell, they got to buy. Right. So yeah. and I got to buy with the same interest rates that we're seeing today. Yeah. So that's I think once they get used to it, it's gonna it's kind of like releasing the belt after yeah. a big mill. <laughs> 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 okay. What's the next one, Jason? 
Home prices will fall in many markets, but sellers will become more realistic as inventory remains tight. Right. Yeah, I think we're I, seeing that. Yeah, we, we are seeing that. Um, you know, like we said, we're already seeing um, you know, sellers offer home warranties right out of the gate. Right. And, uh, and closing yeah. costs. Yeah, all mm-hmm. of it. So all the things. It's mm-hmm. happening. What Next one, in, industry con- consolidation will heat up as weaker brokers face failure. Agents, teams, brokers who are liquid uh, manage their costs and lead with the culture will survive. I absolutely agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You've got to lead with culture. You cannot be a head shop. You've got to have the right people. You know, I love, I just just got out of an awesome appointment with a, a super lady. She's got a great potential uh, in, in uh, going to shift gears, I believe, because she's about to join us. But I was sharing with her, you know, Jason and I are the gatekeepers here to the to this office. This is not a head shop. We want to get the right people in the organization. I hope, I pray that every broker, every owner, every real estate company mm-hmm. uh, treats their business that way to ensure that the right people are representing our industry. That is so crucial, okay? We can't yeah. have people out there that as much as possible. And again, it starts with the broker being selective with people who, ha- who will simply do this, the next right thing. It's mm-hmm. not rocket science. Have a conviction that do the next right thing. Amen. Absolutely. So we're looking at industry constant. Uh, I said um, that one. Oh, you already did that one. Yep. The fallout of COVID has subsided, but the value of home has never been more important. I think that's uh, been underlined with uh, you know the value of the home because so many people are staying more t- more at, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, at yeah. home. The great geographic reshuffling, huh? Has ended, but the value of relocation has never been more important as people search for safety and areas that align with their values. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're so literally people, just talking about yeah, that. So many people t- moving t- here. T- yeah, Tennessee was a fabulous place to be. I yeah, don't know. I it can't was. Like, mm-hmm. claimed any, any it still is. there, but That's it is. That's the beauty of our. I mean, we are protected in a sense because we're still a destination city. Yes. And being in Williamson County, it's always kind of had its own little bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's still a little bit of protection there as well. Mm-hmm. Affordability, tax policy, and the work-from-home phenomena will continue to pace the geographic realignment. We just kind of went over that. That's absolutely true. By the end of the year, we'll have a clear picture of the aftermath of the industry lawsuits. So that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but don't wait, guys, don't wait until then then. to have that understanding and Mm -hmm. mindset that, please, even if you raise your focus on 10 20% more towards the listing part of it you're going to increase your security in the future the broker corporation tradition as we know it will be threatened with one outcome being buyer agent fees baked into settlement documents mm-hmm. interesting and yeah. i think i think you're going to play a role in that mm-hmm. yeah. and as far as the mortgage oh, part you. of it you know you personally everybody's going to just put more go ahead follow, follow, go ahead going to follow you but there you know, the mortgage companies are i, I love yeah. watching them it, it, it market changes because that's usually where the creativity starts to, you know, it, it, they've well, got to work about, with the buyer. You know, we just purchased a um, mortgage firm, our company did, um, that's been a, a large one, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's some just deciding mm-hmm. that it's time. It's time to make the change and, and get out. Uh, so what do you got here? The fees um, and agent relationships will be more transparent. There'll be confusion in the short term, but new models with more clarity will take shape in the long term. Hmm. Similar to remember when we, um, back in the day, had to say, rest in peace, the good faith estimate and the new yeah. um, CD came so, out, yeah. you know, or excuse yeah. me, the HUD one was, yeah. you know, Dodd, died Dodd and Frank. yeah, all the Dodd things, Frank right? Act. Yeah. Things, and then I, who knew, like we were thinking like to sign docs three days prior, that is going to change our whole world. And now we still close loans in eight days and still make all that happen. So, yeah, you know, change is going to happen, but again, we get used to it and keep moving. Jason? 
The prop tech meltdown is not over as these emerging tech companies race to get profitable. Many will shut down while others will merge as follow-on funding remains challenging. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like we we're just saying, you know, we've got Open Door and Zillow yep. coming together. Mm-hmm. Innovation will not end as AI breaks through breakthroughs reshape real estate marketing. Help deploy property data and make agents and brokers even more productive. I hope that's true. I don't know that AI is going to make people more productive. I think they're going to be tempted to be lazy on that. Let, let's see. I, I mean, I, I get the value of it. Let's not lose sight of the personal touch and the human in interaction there and put everything on autopilot. Uh, Jason, in your lead program, I absolutely a thousand percent see the value of AI because we live in an instant one. I mm-hmm. want information now and we can't do that when we're out showing property, but that if you get that bot working for you like you yeah. have offered, I think that's uh, a godsend. Yeah, in that sense, it's a it's a definitely a win. But, you know, it is sad if the AI will lead to end many of the administration jobs, yeah. um, but make companies more efficient and profitable. So, And that's coming. I mean, that, they've already opened up a McDonald's without any employees, of, you know, taking orders. Really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it, it's happening. Yeah. And uh, in going back to the AI for real estate, you know, and that's what I tell our, <clears throat> tell our agents is that, you know, the AI is not to replace you. It's to help you treat it like mm-hmm. your employee because they've mm-hmm. got certain tasks that they're doing so that you can take over. So, you know, I, I think there's going to be a happy marriage with that. Um, it will, of course, take over some things. And it's going to happen. You know, like, like it said in the marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll use that uh, chat uh, uh, GPT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I can uh, never get on it, I'm always, it's always so busy for me. Really? Yeah. I've never had an issue, but I've used that many times. And um, it's, it's freaky. It's, it's freaky. It's real freaky. I'm, I'm just really questioning what its intention is. I'm sorry, but I'm old school. Different, you know. different, different, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. different show so, for so different Let's, let's different share this thing. last part of this article for everybody. So the entire, this is the summary. The entire industry is being tested. We feel it. Amen. Oh, yeah. Never has collaboration. This is what so I want everybody to hear. Never has collaboration, partnerships, technology, and realis- realism been more important. In the aftermath, the industry will be leaner but stronger and better equipped to create a positive consumer experience. And that's what all this evolutionary process is about, guys. At the end of the day, it's a better experience for the consumer. That's why we have security in it, because an, an AI or a bot or whatever is not going to replace us. Right. It's to create a better experience, okay? Mm-hmm. Each time the industry gathers, uh, let's see, I am blown away by the sincerity of real estate leaders and their true desire to enact change. Um, this year was no exception uh, even as the light emerges, perhaps distant at the end of the tunnel, we all need each other more than ever. So let's, so true. let's guys, let's work towards that understanding that we do need each other more than ever, that we are representing an industry that has had a black eye over the years. We can change that by continually always doing the next right thing. And remember this part. I was reading, imagine this, I was reading Napoleon Hill's uh, work no. earlier today. And... The key, I think, to pressing forward here and becoming mentally tough, because everybody has to be. If you want, right. if you expect to walk through this, you better be starting to work anyhow towards mental toughness. But we've heard Simon Sinek talk about uh, start with why. You've got to know your why. You've got to know why you're doing this, okay? Why you're putting up with some of the stuff, why you're pr- pressing through. You've got to mm-hmm. know your why. Mm-hmm. Um, Napoleon Hill said the same thing with knowing your definite purpose in life. I think mm-hmm. that's a deeper calling and a, and a greater pause of, of really looking inside your heart mm-hmm. and determining what is my definite purpose mm-hmm. in life you know is it 
to serve people. Look, if it's not, then go go find what it is that feeds you as a human being. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, you know, I, I know it may not be that easy, but please, if you're going to continue in this industry, you've got to dial into what your purpose in mm-hmm. it is. And then serve that purpose with all your heart. And then know that the money is going to take care of itself. You're going to continue to raise the bar of an industry that has has been pushed down because we have not had that bar high enough to for, to keep people in it that had the right attitude sometimes, I think. Well, this is part of that process of weaning out those who don't have the consumer's best interest right. at heart. I, that's what I truly... Lean into good. the hard, lean into the uncomfortable. Tomorrow's Amen. a new day. Yeah. So Amen. good. Always good to see you, Jason. And Same here. Thank Thanks, you. everybody, Thanks for joining everybody. us. We can't wait to have you come back. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate.